What up, what up, what up, people? Back with another episode of the D&D Project Podcast. It's your boy, Dan. Boy, Nell's in the building today. We got a special guest. We've got my partner, Los. Everybody clap it up for Los. Los, welcome to the building. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for that round of applause. <laughs> boy, Los, Nels, what's going on? My brother, what's happening with you this week? I mean, man, happy to be alive. Just trying to make it one day at a time. True, 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 indeed. So we're going to jump right in. I figure I'll add Los to the topic this week. You know, Los, Los is my man, my main man. We was in college. We actually auditioned to be on, like, the college radio station, and they never hit us back. So I guess we wasn't good enough. I guess we didn't do what the hell we supposed to do. Yeah, we never got that call back, did we? <laughs> we didn't get a phone call. We even get a no. <laughs> they just, yeah. they hit us. The, I guess um, back then we just got played. Now they're like, we got ghosted. Like, we just got, <laughs> we got Pretty nothing. <laughs> no email, nothing. Nothing. They ain't rock with us at all. We're going to join and get a little different perspective this week. I know y'all, as much as uh, you fans may enjoy or love me and Nels, I'm pretty sure y'all would love a, a little different perspective this week. So we're going to let Lowe sit in, Lowe's chime in on some stuff. Um, so this week, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to talk about um, the young lady um, that died in Mexico. Before we uh, started, we was all debating on how you say her name, and we're just going to run with um, Shane Quill. So... Based on the stuff I've seen, the stuff I've read, they was all down there hanging out, drinking her and some posed like friends or whatever. And whatever happened, the young lady ended up dying. But now we getting these videos where they showed us, they show her fighting somebody in the hotel room that's supposed to be her friend, and she's clearly intoxicated. She's clearly like, like drunk, drunk, and like the girl was just wailing on her, tearing her up. So now. I want to see if everybody's going to change their tune because I've heard everybody's like, justice for her, justice for her. The Mexican people killed her. It's something funny going on. But now with these videos popping up, it's clear that something was going on within her circle of friends. It's just a matter of what it was and how deep it was. So what's your, what's your thoughts, uh, Los? You know, my mom say, my parents say, you know, everybody call your friends friends, number one. Um... No, too, I'm you know, sorry that she passed away. I, you know, I just tell the story. But it leaves a lot of questions open. Like, number one, you know, who going down in Mexico to fight somebody? Like, do you have, like, that that kind of money that you're going to waste that much money to go fight somebody? Like, why well, I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to kick it, you know, have a good time, you know, drink, see some, see some views, some coaches, but not going to fight. And then... Back on the subject of everybody that, that you call your friends, your friends, her supposedly what her best friend, but they said was gay. I'm not sure what I got to do anything, but the gay bestie was recording. Like, was that really your friend? He's been recording you watching the hotel whoop, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't know that was like supposed to be her best friend. <laughs> That's going to reports I saw, man. I don't know how accurate it is, you know, because I haven't, um, I wasn't there. So, I mean, yeah, I was reading, you know, Instagram ports, but like even still, I think I think that speaks to a bigger issue. It's kind of like the takeoff who passed away. When we see tragedy, instead of helping, we behind our phones recording. Like why? You know, like why are we recording fights and especially with your friends? If it was a fight, okay, coming too lit. Okay, so if it, if, if there was a fight, I'll do a fight. Right? If if this room between friends, y'all may fight tussle. And after you see someone clearly getting their butt whipped, you stop it, right? But they ain't stopping it. Uh, 
is so, like I don't know. It, it just, yeah, they get going. And of course, I, the, the, the culture we now the culture we have at times. Not everyone. Hey, hey, using the word all or us, or everyone. But there are some people who just still they can get more clicks or they want to record it, but actually help the person who's getting you know who need help. So it's just I don't know. It's a sad situation, man. It's just it's crazy. It, it literally is crazy. Yeah, that shit's wild, son. I don't know. I really don't understand how we got to that point. And they like, we always be saying, like, like, how do we get here? Like, what happened? I be wanting to know the further details, even though in the grand scheme of things, it don't matter because, unfortunately, she passed away. But in the grand scheme of things, how did they get to that point, son? Yeah. Um, you know, parents, parents, the parents of uh, that young lady will want to know what happened, obviously. Um, but I always go on the, as a, as an outsider, as a person that's like, yo, fuck that. Somebody's got to go down for this, you know, wanting justice because people have to understand there's consequences when you do shit like this. I, I'm more happy that someone recorded it. Like there's always parts where you're like, why are motherfuckers recording shit? Why don't you help? I'm with the, why didn't somebody like intervene? And why did nobody, I mean, if they were all friends, uh, again, I'm just going off of all the information that everybody else has. If everybody was supposedly cool or family or friends, why nobody intervened? If this person was getting mollywopped, like if she's getting beat down so badly, you're like, yo, why Why nobody was like, yo, I should intervene. This is getting out of control. You know what I'm saying? Throw mm-hmm. um, in the proverbial towel. Throw in the proverbial towel. Like, yo, stop. Yeah, a person, you you can, it's fine if you're friends and you're just like, no, nah, fuck that, let them, let them hash this out. But not when somebody's inebriated, not when somebody's not in the right mind, not when they can't really defend themselves. Yeah. Then you're, if you're a friend, you're like, yo, let me step in. You guys could pick this shit up in the morning when everybody sobers out and then y'all can go fight again when it's a fair fight. This is not a fair fight. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I mean- it's a it's a sad situation, and I know the parents are like, "Nah, fuck that. We need to figure out exactly what happened." But me, as an outsider, as a person that's just like, hey, "Fuck, it needs to be justice." Put them motherfuckers, whoever did this, if friends, fans, whoever it is, at the end of the day, this lady is never coming back. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. put fuckers in jail. They have to understand that you can't do, you can't just be doing shit, even though you're drunk. And I get it. Sometimes when you're drunk, you make silly and dumbass mistakes. But this is not one. This is where a person's life is gone. And I feel sorry for the parents. I saw uh, the, the uh, news where she was distraught. Uh, you know, nobody wants to ever bury their children. Um, like you guys were saying, this is a fucking trip to Mexico where you saved, you saved money to be like, I'm going to have a good time and fucking go to Mexico and we're going to just do it up. And then all of a sudden you're coming back with one less person and, and another person life is going to be ruined because they got to go to jail. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's super unfortunate and they need, I, I, I wasn't blaming anybody until I figured out what was going on. I wasn't blaming, oh, they got to get the Mexicans and all that stuff like that. I, I didn't know the story, but somebody got to go to fucking jail. That's how I feel. Somebody's <laughs> got to go. I'm all for somebody's got to pay for this shit. I want to see them in orange suits. I want a judge to be like 25 to life. I want all that shit. I'm on that. I'm on that. I'm that person now. 
Somebody got to go to jail. Something's got to happen because there's no way. And then the crazy thing is, <clears throat> excuse me, on, on, they can't even do anything in the U.S. So they have to take Mexico and like international entities to get involved at this point because it happened in Mexico. So the U.S. can't even do anything about it. Matter of fact. So something's got to happen, even if it's um. I want to. I don't want to condone street justice, but like if that was my daughter, like y'all, y'all are her friends, right? I'd be going knocking on doors, like yo, come on, come on out. We gonna go down to the such and such office, and we gonna explain what happened. Like she went with y'all when she told me she was going with y'all. I was like, oh yeah, go ahead, no problem. Y'all have fun, man. Y'all ball out. And then to find out that within that circle, something went awry. Nah, man, I got to go see you about that. I got to come. We got to come and we got to have a conversation or you got to come to me and be like, look, this is what happened. This is what went wrong. And this is where we at now with it. But for to just kind of be on a hush or kind of be on something like, oh, yeah, well, she she got too drunk and she died from alcohol poisoning. Like what? That, that don't add up. So everybody was drinking and everybody watched her drink that much more? Nah, man. You know what? It also speaks to a bigger conversation, and it kind of coincides with um, Britain Grimes. Like, we're used to the American way and how things should work over here, which, for people who are like us, unless they always work. But we in different countries, yo, they they got their own set of justice. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know where you're going. So that yo, it don't. This ain't America. <laughs> like yo, it's, you know it's, it's what we expect over here. Okay, you know, call the cops. They, you know, they come, you know, quickly or whatever. Well, only if you're white, I guess. But it, yo, this is Mexico. Like this, it's, you know, don't El Chapo still run Mexico? Like why are we? Like, it's just their rules across the world, man. You gotta be careful, dog. This ain't it's this ain't Nebraska. Or this ain't you know Atlanta. And then, you know, the fact that uh, Americans are so spoiled. When we go other places, we be like, man, I'm American. Man, them people across seas don't give a damn about you being an American, man. They don't care about it. Yeah. And I, I agree with you on that. Because they don't, you know, we're we're, we're spoiled. And it, it could be a good thing that we're spoiled that way. But, like, we got to be, you know, cognizant of, like, yo, let's give a country, man. The, the law don't work. Like, we back in the crib, sorry. You know. But the problem is, we have this complex, um, and I don't want to say as black people, I, I, but I'm going to say I'm just going to say as a certain a certain people have this complex. Like it's like this: when you when you're in your hood, you're like, "This is my hood." You know, motherfuckers know me from 15th Street, and then when you leave 15th Street, nobody gives a shit, right? Or when you <laughs> when certain like I'm from motherfucking uh, St. Louis, Missouri, motherfuckers, motherfuckers know me from St. No, when you leave St. Louis, nobody gives a shit, yo. Yeah. It's the same thing when Americans leave the country. Nah, motherfuckers ain't gonna do shit. We USA, red, white, and blue, and all this. And then you get to Brazil, and they're like, we don't give a fuck, yo. We'll kill you right on your fucking flag. We don't give a fuck. So, good point. You said you go to Brazil, you're the city of God. You know that movie. They, they don't care because you from you know. You from uh own that? You know they don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, you you over here now? So yeah. I, people who visit all the countries need to be aware of that. Like, look, man, we ain't home, Charlie. So, but back to you know the young lady. I, it's just it's so many questions. Like, what 
Why y'all let her get beat that way? Was all y'all staying in a in a, in a, in a double queen size room? Like it was a lot of questions to be answered for her. So many, yo. That's just crazy. Because I mean, all of us have gotten to the point where we've argued with each other. Like Lowe's, like I've argued with y'all. Like Nels, we've been in crews. Like we've everybody's been in a group where they've argued, and they be like, "Yo, huh. man, you you almost come to blows." But then somebody in the group is like, "Yo, man, y'all chill out, man. Y'all y'all, y'all, y'all drunk or y'all tripping or something like, man, y'all chill out, man. You you go over there, you go over there, man. Everybody cool out." But this this group decides to say, "Oh, y'all want to argue? Bet I'm pulling my phone out and I'm watch y'all fight, even though I know she drunk and she can't. The girl was drunk and naked, like she can't. She's clearly not in the right frame of mind. But you all chose to allow this to happen, man. Come on, like you're that that doesn't speak to friendship." And like Nell said, nah. sometimes, sometimes friends, brothers, family, sometimes y'all, y'all gotta, y'all gotta get a little squabble on. But if the squabble yeah. starts and you realize, oh, this is about to be tragic, you're supposed to break it up and pull the pull the winner off. Like, hey man, chill. You got your you got your three four hits in. <laughs> like, cool out. That's good enough. They learned their lesson. Yeah, that's it. There's nothing, yo. I, I'm for the fighting. Like, I'm for people fighting because. <laughs> Always used to fucking pulling out guns and shit. So I'm fighting, but the difference when it's an unfair fight. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it, when it's an unfair fight and somebody is inebriated, then what you call them? Then that's when you got to make a change. Like, oh, okay, this person's inebriated. We we can either squash it or we fight in the morning. We're not going to do it right now. Nobody yeah. in the because this is what happens when you're drunk. Mm-hmm. All your goes out the window. And I'm yeah. talking about anything. The conscience is like, yo, whatever I feel like doing right now, I'm going to do it. That's why people dumb shit. Oh, I'm going to jump in this fucking lake. Yeah, I got but I'm going to jump in this lake. Or, yeah, I'm going to go try to uh, talk to this girl that I never talked to before. Or I'm going to fight this fucking rock-looking motherfucker because I feel like I can beat him. But in your right mind, you courage. Would, They get that liquid courage and they want to, you know, feel like they can do whatever. But it's it, it also, like, it's so much strange stuff to the story. Like, y'all going to leave it in Mexico? I mean, y'all down scared about missing y'all flight? But y'all get what, either the next morning or the day after and leave her in the room and go back to the crib? Mm. Like, they didn't check on to see if she's alive or nothing? That's disgusting, you that's, yeah. that's associate. That's why. Yeah. I'm- that's why I'm with you, Dennis. That's why they need to be orange jumpsuits and people going to jail. Figure out a way to do it. Get the FBI involved. FBI always involved in everything else. Get the federalized or something. Ain't that what they call them over there? Federal, get something over there. That's just because, like, that's that's not even friendship. That's being a decent human. Yo, this chick ain't breathing. Something wrong here. Like, we need to call someone. Something ain't right. Mm. Hey, today it's, it's a it's a tragedy. I want justice for this girl. I don't know this girl from nowhere. Justice for her. I want somebody to go to jail. I don't care if they go to jail in Mexico. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I've seen y'all. I, I've seen like YouTube's of, of jails in other countries, and them shit is not fucking fun. So if they got to go to jail in Mexico and be. 25 years on forward because this lady needs justice. She's not on this earth anymore. People got to be be able to understand that 
that living is precious. So this is a way to make sure motherfuckers know living is precious. Put them in jail. I don't give a fuck. Put everybody that even laid a finger on her. I didn't even see the video. If they put a finger on her, gotta go to jail. We don't know if that was the death blow. Fuck it. Put them in jail. <laughs> it's a death blow. I'm with you. I, I agree. Facts. Uh man, let's let's uh <clears throat> let's talk about let's talk about uh everybody's nemesis. Let's, let's talk about Tom Brady right quick, yo. Uh, <laughs> I told folks like Tom Brady was stressed at the start of the season when he did one of them press conferences. I was like, yo, this dude is stressed. <laughs> this whole woman thing is messing with his mind and it's messing him up. He's not gonna have a good season. And sure enough, this dude is well, he was he was thinking it up. And then soon as the soon as the divorce became final, this dude went out and had a hell of a game the other night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it that it, it, on, on the, is the stress of a relationship that serious, y'all? Uh, you're married, so yes, you're fully aware <laughs> that he is. But actually, I got I got you know what? I actually feel sorry for Tom Brady. I really do. Uh, I feel tired of that boy because no, for real, check it out. So, all right. And I don't know the exact inner details, but like, so the story is his wife. And I hate the fact, first of all, I hate the fact that uh, sports companies talk about personal issues off, off the field. I think that's crazy. But since we're here, his wife, did, for honestly, didn't want him to play sports. All right, cool. He had lead training camp and he had to sort something out. It didn't work out. So now that he didn't want to retire, she's going to leave. Well, either way, you're going to be alone. So I don't understand that. And then you got kids involved. So I actually do feel sorry for them. Then to come back to the team, your top three offensive line ain't gone. But you getting beat up at the house and at work. <laughs> that, that sucks. I, I, actually feel, I actually feel bad for Tom Brady. I really do. Hey, man, you're talking to two Jet fans, man. We will never feel sorry for Tom Brady. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. I had a quarterback since Sid Luckman. So, I mean, you know. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. I I think, dude, I think the stress really got to him. And I think he was just, he was just stinging it up. I think now that this, now this whole thing is um, supposedly resolved or supposedly, you know, they worked out whatever they was working out to make the divorce official. I think he might, I think he might bounce back a little bit, man. I think he might, um, my thing might turn the curve a little bit. Not without offensive line. He won't. Remember that. Two of the, two of the top, uh, no, I'm sorry, three of the starting linemen are gone. You know, and like he was playing bad. They have no running game. Mm. And then on top of that, when he leave work, he had, nothing, he had no way to get his pressure off. Like, he go home, he got a bad day at work, he got a wife at the house. You know, she can do some marital things to help you relax. She relax. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that much loss in the world to 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 replicate, you know, a what the number one supermodel in the history of, of all time or something? And then what what at one point she was like what worth like three hundred million? Like at one point they were saying his check, like she was laughing at his check, the money she was getting. It's it's kinda hard to replace that. You know. It's just She's not poor. No, no, but by no means. By no means, and she's, she's Brazilian, right? I mean, let's, you know, Brazilian women, you know. I don't know what the hell she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, son. Uh, Do you think she can think he'll go back? Uh, Tom, I, I think 
I think he'll be fine. This is how I look at the Tom Brady whole situation. I, I look at it from a different angle. I look at it from you're asking someone. She was asking someone that's been doing something since he was in Pop Warner, probably like years old, right? Now, again, he's, he's fucking 45. So let's say he was playing football since he was, let's, say, let's go with 10. Let's go with a round number. That's 35 yeah. years doing something. Now you are saying, hey, enough is enough because it's enough is enough for you. It's enough enough for you. I get that. I understand that. But you got to understand, this baby football, I've been loving this bad boy probably about, what, oh, 15, maybe even 20 years before I even met you. So I understand her situation. She's like, yo, it's got to be a point where you got to give it up. But you're asking someone to, to give up something that they've been doing their entire, pretty much their entire life. That's all he knows. And I've heard plenty of stories about football players when they quit, they don't know how to they don't know how to get rid of that urge to do something. That's why motherfuckers can't wait to try to like just talk about football. Them motherfuckers make up YouTube channels. There's nobody watching them. They don't give a shit. They just want to talk about it, be a part of it, become coaches because they don't know how to give it up. And Tom Brady, we knew at the age of when he's when he was thirty eight and talking about, yeah, I'm going to play till I'm fucking forty five. I said, This motherfucker is drunk. And now it's, it's fucking seven years later and this motherfucker's forty five and I'm like, yo, I don't know if he's ever gonna stop. Yo, Nell, he quit for 30 days. Went home and got in the car line, started making lunches. You're like, man, I can't do this. Fuck these kids. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I can't do this. Hey, man, let me go back to work and get hit by Aaron Donald twice a year. You said that's better than making these fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I don't even know how to spread these shit. I ain't never spread no peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I'm out of here. I got to do four so, man. What is four man? I can't do this. I can't get jiggy with this, man. Let me go back to work. Yeah, yep. I always say that shit. I think he got home and was like, wait a minute, you do all of this? We got a person for this? Like, no, nah, we don't have no person. I do it every day, Tom. He was like, man, listen, I'm out. No, that being said, there's no way. Uh, I think I heard they had, they had Danny for each kid, I think. So I'm pretty sure yeah, she wasn't doing it. But even still, when you home with kids, you are home with kids. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, nah. And like you said, now. He's been playing ball since he was 15 years old. That's all he knows. Like, um, Joe Pot, Joe, Joe Paterno, when he was forced to retire, he died a year later. Yeah. yeah I, I, that's what happens. Yeah. You know, we got to look like this. And imagine this. I, had this. I said this before. Imagine, just imagine that Tom Brady, it was the reverse. Tom Brady was home. He was just a regular Joe Schmo, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, she was getting older as far as her modeling, modeling career, career. And then all of a sudden he said, yo, you know what? I don't think you should model anymore. The fucking world lose their mind. Oh, my God. A man is telling her to fucking not work. Yo, you would never hear Tom Brady's name would go down in, in asshole history books because there would be a guy telling some, a female to quit their job. Hey, I need you to quit your job. And I come home and be with me and the kids. Fuck Tom Brady. It'll be fuck Tom Brady posters everywhere. They would be, they would be burning his picture. They would be fucking throwing his his jerseys and burning that shit. So when I just think the hypocrisy, this is 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 crazy when you when she's able to say, "Hey, I need you to quit." I understand it's been a long time, but if this is something he loves, you let him finish out when he's when he's done. When it then he's done. In fact, 
I heard he had a lucrative deal to go into uh, uh, talking oh, like yeah. So yeah. he wasn't going to be home anyway. Same so he, um, it, it, I agree because like if it was a, it was reverse, the whole Me Too movement would destroy him. Oh, um, yeah, he destroyed him. He'd have been dead. He would have been dead. Yeah, Tom Brady asks his wife to quit modeling career so she can come home and be home with the kids. They would have fucking painted him some new ass. <laughs> because good. she's old. Put that two in. Because she's old, Tom Brady asks his <laughs> wife to retire. Yeah, he's old. Because he he's getting old older. To quit her job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the fucking world would lose their mind. He would have got two charges. You would, yeah. <laughs> he got the he got the old charge and the uh, quit your job charge. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't even be able to turn on your TV without uh, uh, die Tom Brady something somebody saying shit. He would have lost Pretty all the He would have lost everything. <laughs> yeah. So I just I, if whenever people are ready to finish whatever they're doing, that is almost like telling the stripper you met her as a stripper and you tell her, hey, I need you to quit. No, motherfucker, you met me while I was on the pole. You loved me when I was shaking my ass. You gotta let me finish this shit when I feel like I want to finish. Because she's gonna, one day you're gonna wake up from your middle of your sleep and she's gonna be going right back to that club, sneaking out, giving you melatonin so you can fall asleep and, and she's gonna be right back at the place shaking the ass because she even leaving her own terms. You gotta let people do their shit on their own terms. You can't save them. You can't save them. Yeah. That's a fact. Because that would have been a that have been a true sight. Because they would have uh, they would really been a crucified dude if he'd have been like, "Woman, you need to quit your job and come home and be with me." <laughs> and these kids, and these kids. But that's the uh, that's the world we live in. Man. That's a double standard world we live. In. I did not know they they had like a nanny for each kid. That's that's rich people stuff right there. I, I heard that. Now I'm not sure how true it is, but I, I think I heard oh, that. It, but like it's that. probably true. <laughs> if she, if she yeah. worth if she worth like three hundred. And he worth three hundred. I mean, I'm pretty sure they got the means and resources to do rich people stuff like that. Probably. That's amazing. All right, y'all. Let's talk, let's talk about Kyrie, man. What, what, what we uh? So last episode, Lowe's, we we talked about uh the Kyrie thing and the whole he didn't even all he did was post the uh video. He didn't say go watch this. He didn't say hey man check this out. He just posted he just posted the link to the movie. Now he's given this laundry list of things he has to do before he can come back before he can come back to work. And it's absolutely insane because it's people you got um uh let's use let's use cops for example. You have cops who have who have right. killed unarmed black men and they don't have a list of things they gotta do before they come back to work. They just be like, hey, just uh just go administrative leave for a couple of for a couple of weeks, then you come on and be a police officer here or someplace else. They gave this dude eight nine things he had to do just to, I guess, prove he was sorry or prove he had some type of remorse, which is absolutely ridiculous. So, absolutely foolish. He's my problem, Kyrie. My problem, Kyrie. So I can see if it was the first time he did something, and I won't call it stupid, but the other things he's done been stupid. Let's be honest, <laughs> he's done a lot of stupid things over his career. You know, I believe oh, yeah. he wanted to leave Cleveland for, for whatever reason. Left Cleveland, went to Boston. Didn't work out of Boston. He uh, said the earth was flat. 
that was stupid. He recruited all those players to come to New York. I'm sorry, yeah, to, to Brooklyn to play. They didn't wait. Everybody got a vaccine but him, which I get. Don't touch the vaccine. I'm not saying that, but everybody else got it. They made a commitment. So now back to the, the video. I'm not Jewish. I understand there is a large majority of uh, black people who who have an ideology about the, if I say it wrong, forgive me, with the last tribe of Jews, how we are actual Jews. I get that. I don't know nothing about that. But what I do know is the video he shared a link to offended a large, a large group of people. I don't want nobody telling me what's supposed to be black. So I get it. They're offended. I get it. Cool. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, the, the problem is, he he didn't do anything. Like he didn't make the video. But the stuff, he doesn't mean stupid stuff. It's hard to defend them. Now, the list of, the list of things he got to do, that's buck-breaking. That goes back to slavery. They make him do all kinds of crazy stuff. That's ridiculous. He said he's sorry. And that man play. Like you said, cops who shoot people, they get promoted. The, the, the priests who who raped these little boys, they get transferred. So, but it just, it, it's, it's hard for me to think, Kyrie. Nah, don't get, don't get me wrong. Now we was, we was, we, we was, uh, we was getting on him last, last episode. <clears throat> it's just like, dude, you can't give this man six, six, seven things. Say, Hey, you gotta do this before you come back. And oh, he's telling you like, Hey, look, my bad. I ain't mean to offend nobody. I'm not going to say I was wrong for posting it. I'm just going to say I didn't mean to offend nobody. And I apologize for all those that were offended. They're like, nah, you ain't, that's not good enough. You got to meet with three people. You got to kiss these people. You got to send money to these people. You got to shake these hands. Like, oh, love now, wait a minute. <laughs> like you said, it turns back to, to a slavery thing almost like you pretty much holding me hostage in my career just to prove a point. Well... You know the people he offended. Um, they um, listen here, man. Hmm, don't, be, don't, don't, don't be trying to get um, our podcast taken off uh, networks, man. Yeah, <laughs> he offended some people. Let me be, let me be right. Let me be quiet. He offended some people. He should not have. Let me say that. <laughs> what I say is the same thing I said last time, man. As uh, when it comes to the Kyrie, man, I, I, I what he did. Um, obviously, I don't. It, it, I just, I, like I said last time, it's the timing, yo. This time, timing is terrible. Like, the climate that we live in, you know you can't do anything. Then, you, you literally watched, you watched it because it was impossible not to watch it. You watched Kanye, like, go off the deep end. I don't care if you, if whoever's listening to agreed with Kanye or disagreed. What he said was I'm going DEFCON, you know, three and all this other <laughs> No, I don't even think he knew what it meant. It just, he probably, knowing Kanye, he probably was watching motherfucking Conair and said, I'm going to some dumb shit. He's not that smart. So he probably just fucking wrote that and didn't know what he was writing and didn't think anything of it. Went to bed, that was it. But the problem I have is then you see the backlash he had for that. So then you say, you know what? 
I feel like posting the documentary that I saw has something to do with Jews and all that stuff like that. I really probably don't even know anything much about it, but I watched it. I think you guys will like it too. He didn't say any of that, but he just posted it and said, you know, he basically was just implying that you guys should watch it, right? The group of people that he offended were the people that were offended by Kanye shit. So why would you throw yourself in the fire like that? If you came out with that shit like a year or two from now, it probably would have got the same reaction, but not the reaction that you're getting now is because it's piling on. Like, so I, I gave this example last time. It's like one of those things, like if, again, if Justin Timberlake came out and said, you know, I don't fuck with black people, right? And then all of a sudden, like Miley Cyrus came out and said, I, I've surely read this book about roots and, and uh, not fucking with black people. And you'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. The timing for Kyrie is 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 crazy. Now that they, what they're asking him, they're like, "Yo, you got to shine shoes, you got to talk to Jews, you got to go fucking to Crown Heights and wear wear a motherfucking hat with the curls on the side. You got to do all that shit. That shit, yo. This is how I look at it because I'm in a chat where they're going crazy. They're like, "This is crazy," and I'm like, "Listen, the people that run run a lot of these things, you know, you either do it or you quit. It's one of the two. Mm-hmm. You either you say, yeah, I'm going to conform. You know, I, I offended some people. Fuck it, I'm gonna say, I'm going to apologize. Right? Do I think it's correct? Probably not. I don't. I don't know. But if I did something and the, and my job said this is the only way you're going to be able to come back to work, I can. I have two choices, right? Because it's still America. I can say, fuck that. I'm not doing none of that shit. That'll kiss my ass. Or I could just do it and then go back to work, not be happy about what they made me do. It's just two rules. There's only two things you can do. Right? I know people are trying to be on the side of, uh, okay, what they're saying is crazy. Kyrie shouldn't have to do none of that shit. Cool. He don't have to do none of that shit. Or he can come up with his own league, but then he don't really have to do anything. He fucking say whatever the fuck he wants about any race, about anything. But when you work for people and these are the rules, unfortunately, you have to oblige with it. I don't agree with it, but I understand that there's I want to go on to work at 5 o'clock every day and leave at 5.05. That's what I want to do. <laughs> that's my job won't <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say wear a hat with the curls on the side? Is that what you said? He did say that. Okay. <laughs> Y'all about to take me off immediately. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's just, I don't agree with what they're asking him to do, but I understand that he works for somebody. You understand? That's what Kanye that's what Kanye is I only own my name. I don't have a factory. Yeah. You you essentially when you work with somebody and they have rules, these are the rules. You have to follow the rules. And if you don't follow the rules, you can you have two choices. Talk to y'all and kiss my black ass, or you got to oblige by the rules and go back. I, I personally don't agree with none of this shit, yeah. but That's, I understand. Oh, wow, man. <clears throat> but like you said, you, you, you have that choice. And he has that choice. He could just be like, you know what? I'm going to pack it in. I'm up out of here. You know, it's been real. I appreciate the opportunity, the NBA, but I'm gone. Or he just do what they ask him to do. Because he really can't. I think if he, um, the NBA is petty. And even though they keep saying the Nets are doing this to him, I'm pretty sure Adam Silver called the Nets and was like, hey, y'all make something happen or I'm going to make something happen. I don't think it was Silver. I, I, no, I think Jewish. it was. I think, I think it is because he's Jewish. I think he called them and was like, yeah, I, look, y'all make something happen or, you know, it's going to be some interesting circumstances around y'all draft picks coming up. <laughs> Is is um, Kyrie is approaching his actions because murdering a bubble. He was like, all the black players should leave. 
start their own league, which yeah. makes no sense because the, the, NFL, the NBA players union is the greatest union in all organized sports, really number is. one. And number two, he's approaching the, the status of fool because, like, Kanye is a fool. And this is someone who was the biggest Kanye fan last 15, 20 years. Kanye is a fool. I don't know if he's all for own meds. I don't know. I'm not a medical therapist. But what I know from what I see, he is a fool. And therefore, when you, you know, argue with fools, it's hard for business to tell which one's which. But Kyrie's approaching that to me. And it's unfortunate because on the court, he's amazing. You know, unlike Kanye. Kanye ain't had a hot album 10 years back then. So his old genius status is lost. You know, but even still, it still makes music people enjoy. But when you, when you when you start saying foolish things repeatedly, you know, what's the point? Like, yeah. well, what are you trying at the at a certain point? It's it's like, what are you trying to achieve? Like, let's have a personal conversation. Like, what are you trying to gain by these things that you're saying? Because if if you really you know feel what? that way, you could just put it in your music or something. Why you keep having to broadcast it to everybody? You know why? You know I'm saying why? And this is uh goes back to the point where I was saying with the young lady in Mexico. Same way people put their cameras and want to record, why do people still keep putting microphones in Kanye's face? They they want the sensationalism. They want to get to go viral. Stop putting a microphone in his face. Nah, he is I, like I don't know if he's not well, but he's a fool. The same way they keep putting microphones in Trump's face. He's a fool. Same way they keep putting microphones in Herschel Walker's face. He is a fool. Stop doing it. Yeah, well, you got it. It's entertaining, man. And that's what people want. That's what that's, that's the, the, that's the age we live in, man. We live in the age of that. I need likes, I need clicks. So I'm going to get these yeah. likes and these clicks by letting you make a fool of yourself. <clears throat> it's kind of like, you remember when we was younger, our parents used to be like, hey, man, go out there and embarrass me. <laughs> that's, that's what Kyrie, that's what Kanye doing. Just go out there just embarrassing yeah. the family. Pretty much. Look at a damn fool Pretty much. for the whole damn family. They don't care either because they're, they're both at the, at the stages and points in their careers, but they feel like I've done so much, or I've made so much money, I can just do this. And everybody can be mad, and I don't care because I got money. Yeah. Um, or they use, you yeah, have the freedom of speech, which you do, but you have the freedom of consequence. Yep. You got the freedom of speech all you want, but there are consequences to the stuff you say. And you've got to be prepared and ready to uh, to suffer those consequences. <clears throat> like, I was at work the other day, and this lady she's yelling and cursing at, at one of my officers. I was like, yo, I was like, man, you can't be, um, you can't carry on like that. She was like, it's a free country. I got freedom of speech. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. Fuck y'all. Fuck. The-. I was like, and I was just like, I was like, yo, I was like, first of all, stop yelling. I was like, second of all, I was like, you right. You can say whatever you want to say. I was like, you can also go back outside and not catch no flight today. I was like, so you can make decision what you want to do. <laughs> like you right. You do got a freedom of speech. You could, you could yell and curse all you want, but you're not going to yell and curse in the air. I don't know where you're going. You can yeah. do that shit on the curb. You can do that in baggage claim, but you ain't going to do that right here, right now. And that's where that's where they're at. Some of it's not even just the two of them. It's a lot of them. They're starting to suffer the consequences of their freedom of speech. The consequences of their yeah. I can say whatever I want to say because I'm so and so. I got this elite status. Yeah, your elite status is going to have you at the crib sitting on the couch. 
it, it's broke. Uh, we're, we're living in a world where there's two there's two extremes. There's the motherfuckers that say, um, "I got freedom of speech. I should be able to say whatever the hell I want to say," right? And then you have the other people that get fucking offended by everything everybody says. <laughs> yeah. There's fucking middle ground. Like there's no middle ground. I, I watched the. Uh, I, I, I know we're going to get into this subject, but you know what? I wait. But people right, are getting offended. Go ahead, go ahead. So I'm transition right into it. About the Dave Chappelle thing, where he did the Saturday Night Live again. I know we had this conversation on another podcast episode. The monologue was about, amazing, by the way. Amazing. It was so well thought. Like, if you just listen to it and be like, yo, this is. This is toting the line as far as you can go without offending anybody. Again, and I'm not Jewish, so I can't speak upon uh, another culture. Right. There was other, you know, there were people that were in the Jewish community that was like, "This is this is perfectly fine." I thought it was funny, and then you have other people that's like, "Nah, this is normalizing um, anti-Semitism," and it's like, "What? Wait, what? If you, first of all, we have to understand that comedians." Are, that's exactly what they are. Comedians that are telling comedy. Comedians that are, are exaggerate, sometimes exaggerating life or put, putting a mirror to life and giving and showing you a different perspective. So when people are saying that Dave Chappelle was being anti-Semitic, I'm like, where, what part of, did he have a, a did he have a, a, a something where he was saying that he was like, this one didn't air and he had the, the edit, unedited version? Like, where was the, anti-Semitism because what I heard was him poking fun at everything that was going on. All of the stuff that was going on with Kyrie. All of the stuff that was going on with, uh, with uh, Ky- uh, Kyrie and Kanye. He was making, he was poking fun of it. And then all of a sudden people were coming out like, we can't have this, we can't have this. And it's like, yo, there's no middle ground anymore. There used to be a middle ground where people was like, well, that's, that's kind of that's edgy, but it's funny. But now, Every, everybody's like, oh, oh my God, I'm so offended. Oh my God, I can't take it no more. Oh, words hurt. And then you got the other people that's like, fucking, uh, I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want to say. And it's like, yo, where's the middle ground that we used to have? There's no middle ground anymore. He had that same problem with uh, the LGBTQ, I don't know if they're wrong, so forgive me, but that community with his last stand up, and they labeled him as anti, I'm not sure. If I should, whatever, but then he very told story of his friend that was trans, and she committed suicide because the flack she got for being friends with him. Yeah, yeah. just sad as hell. You know, it's like what? So I can't say anything. Now, granted, I, it was pretty funny what you said, but still, it was like, and I get it. Some people are offended. I get it, and I can't define what offends people, but. See, it, it, that's the tricky part. Like, I don't think what he said was anti-trans, but I'm not trans. You know, I, I don't know. You know, there, there, and there's there's not one trans voice. Same way, there's not one black voice. Same way, there's not one white voice. So I get it. You know, but you know, I. You're right. There's no middle ground. <laughs> I don't, I, there there's no middle man. ground. Everybody, everybody's gonna be like, I don't care. Or they're gonna say, um, I'm offended. And then when they say they're offended, it's it's not even like 
Yeah, you know what? That was messed up, and I was I was offended by it. It's you must burn, you must die, you must like God. Though why can't you just say you know what? That was messed up. You shouldn't have said that. I don't rock with you no more. Now you want to try to strip people completely of everything they got, and then you, if you're successful in doing that, what's the point? What do you, what do you have? What, what did you gain? Because sooner or later somebody else gonna say it. Is, all you do is turn TV off. Some don't like. Turn TV off. Like when I watch Shock and Line Game Cops play football, it looks awful. So I turn it off because I don't want to be offended. <laughs> it's awful. Just, I, and and um, I think this is the one of the skits from SNL too. He says, like, just because you have the opportunity to say what, you, what you're thinking, you mean you have to. That's the problem with the internet. Internet gives people opportunity to express their ideas no matter how freaking. Stupid it is. Yeah. But the difference is what you, exactly what you said. The difference is, is that all of these people are expressing dumbass ideas, but there's no consequences, right? Because they don't have yeah. anything. They're working at whatever you're working at. You can say whatever you want to say without the scrutiny. If people gave everybody scrutiny, nobody would be doing the shit they're doing. You know why? Because then everybody would be like, I don't think it's fair that you scrutinize me about every single thing I do. Well, that's what the fuck the whole internet does to everybody else. If yeah. you, make, you get what I'm saying? So yeah. if, 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 I, if you was working at uh, a fucking tire place and your job is to fucking put tires on all day and I come there and I'm like, man, you ain't shit. I just come there to fucking taunt you. You ain't shit as far as <laughs> you and your tires. You put them on crooked and you do them wrong. You like, yo, just leave. You can go anywhere else. Nah, fuck yeah. that. You, I feel like being right here and telling you how shitty you are as far as the tire place. Well, that's exactly what the internet does to everybody now. Yeah. It's to sit and control and do a whole bunch of shit because there's no consequences for you, but you feel like there should be consequences for everybody else. That's a good point. You're right. You're right. And that's exactly where we are. And people like people who don't who don't like uh Dave Chappelle, people who felt as though he does those type of jokes. Instead of just saying, you know what, Dave Chappelle's going to be on SNL tonight, I'm not rocking with SNL tonight. These people probably went and tuned in and sat there in front of their computers waiting for him to say something just so they could start tweeting about it and start their whole uh, thesis on what was what was anti-Semitism, what was this, what was that. When, like you said, all you had to do was turn it off. All they had to do was like, oh, who's on there tonight? Oh, yeah, I'm not watching that. Makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> But you sit there and you watch it and and look for the thing that you want to fight against. It's ignorant. Like you said, there's there's no middle ground. It's just all the same. It's either you all this way or you all that way. And everybody is wrong except for you. There's there's millions of comedians that I watch and there's millions of comedians that I do not watch. And you know the reason I don't watch the other ones I don't watch is because they're not my style of comedy. But people that hate Dave Chappelle literally watch him. They'd be like, yo, you know what it's like watching PBS? I don't fuck with PBS. I don't have no reason to watch PBS, right? But motherfuckers, if, if, if you had to compare it, people would actually turn on PBS to talk about how shitty the shows are instead of just not watching PBS. Mm. That's what people do. I'm going to watch Dave Chappelle so I could be upset. Well, that's not your brand of comedy. People just have to understand that he does comedy. He is not saving the world. He is not fucking putting a knife to somebody's heart and trying to take out a bullet. He's actually trying to bring joy to people. Now, if that's not your style of joy, 
then you need to fucking not watch it. But you guys are saying, just fucking turn it off. It's that simple. They're, I got freedom. You got freedom of doing everything except for freedom of changing the channel. That's just, it's fucking it's, com- That's comedy. It's really that simple, but people don't get that. No, they want, they, they want the conflict. Yeah. Until, until, until people are doing it to them. Yeah. Until people are doing it to them. Cause if it's, even if it's on a small scale and there's a family member fucking prying into your business, you'd be like, why the fuck you don't mind your business and leave me alone, right? But yet, yeah. that person will be like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to get on the computer and bang the keyboard and tell him how much I don't like this person. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Ridiculous. Stupid stuff. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, goes with the, uh, it goes with the t shirt I got. It's just say, uh, I was a people person until people ruined it for me. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Pretty much. Pretty much. People do stuff. And it's just like, man, you know what? I don't even want to talk to nobody. No, I don't want to be outside. No more, man. I just want to keep to myself. And it's ruined the fabric of society because now there's a lot of horrible trash material out, whether it be music, movie, TV show, whatever it is, there's a lot of trash material out, but people don't want to say anything about the trash material because it gets it gets turned from being about the material to being about the person who created the material. You like, man, I can't stand the such and such show. But oh, that's because you don't like white people. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> it got nothing to do wait, with the person being white. <laughs> the show sucks, but that's it's destroying the fabric because that's what it is now. You can't you can't give an honest opinion. You can't say anything bad about something without it being related back to either a group or that person. And that we, if we gonna live in that world for like for the rest of our lives or moving forward, like there's no longer a opportunity to speak your mind and say something. Like everything's gonna be completely judged and tore down. And if you worth any type of real money, oh, they're gonna come for you because they want you to lose your fortune. Like I said, they don't be trying to uh, hurt you. They want to hurt your fortune, and it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Like yeah. at some point, That's we gotta be able to be honest with people. Ah man, you can't be honest with nobody. You just gotta suck it up. You just gotta watch that trash material, turn that trash material off, and just be like, "Man, this person's out here winning because nobody wants to offend their feelings." I don't know, man. I think a lot of times we we just the three of us and a majority of the people that we rock with, we grew up in a different a different era. If you had if you had a fragile feelings in the era we grew up in, man, it was over for you. You got to tighten up and get over it. <laughs> it was over for yeah. you had fragile feelings because they was coming. If, if they thought you were gonna you gonna get upset or, or they was gonna be able to get to you, ah, oh, you was the prime target. They attacked. <laughs> you know, they attacked. Can't do that now. You have to leave everybody alone. Leave everybody alone. Give everybody hugs and kisses, and don't tell anybody the truth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bullshit. It's crazy. So uh, this this uh, OnlyFans thing. Did y'all see? The, y'all see the story about these um about this teacher who had an OnlyFans page? The teacher, right? Yeah. First of all, I don't even know who found the, who who found out she had an OnlyFans. Like I haven't read the story in detail. I saw I saw the front of it, and I was like, wait a minute, why does she have an OnlyFans? And she was like, oh, I need I don't get paid as much to be a teacher, so I need to make ends meet. I was like, God, dog. Like, you know, it's been wild. But it is a, it is really a depressing story about teacher pay. Like, oh, yeah, 
you get paid so little, and you got a bus wide open with your husband on the, at, inside the classroom. Not you know, as being someone who who knows of people who who has only fans, you know, you got to keep it spicy. I get that, but and to be fair, so the story is, you know, they literally got caught making the only fans in the school. There are no kids there. You know, it was anything like that. But, yeah, and her statement was, I did this, it's my second job. You know, I don't make enough money to pay my bills as a teacher, which is truly sad. I, I think that's the biggest. I have no problem her doing only fans. First of all, I applaud her. You know, like, do, hey, do yourself, Bizzle. But it's, <laughs> it speaks to the issue is how we, no, no, it speaks to that what we said earlier about the young lady in Mexico, how Americans are so spoiled. We're spoiled. This country is still, literally the land of honey. But we can't pay our teachers a living wage. And, but they ask them to deal with bad students. They ask them to deal with active shooter drills and also grade papers. And then come out and coach cheerleading. Like, come on, man. Like, seriously, this, this, this is why... <laughs> I know I'm going on a little event here, but this is why I truly believe America is going to fall like Rome did. We're, we're getting too fat. We're getting, we're doing some of the stupidest things. The dumbest things. As a society, I, I really believe America is going to collapse like Rome. I, I really believe that. Rome got too big. How to say the old hotel Icarus, Icarus got too close to the sun and burned wings. America is getting too close to the sun. It's because we got so many people that that don't care. There's there's no there's no consideration for those below you. Nobody nobody's reaching down. Everybody just like ah. Everybody just looking down like damn. That's messed up. Y'all need to get your life together. But nobody's yeah. reaching down. Which is crazy. It's crazy. I'm like you guys. I feel bad for that teacher. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. First of all, who the fuck found out? Who the hell found? Who found out? Like, was it another teacher? I was like, yeah. Let me go on this OnlyFans and go look at somebody else and just scrolling and then happen tap. I'm like, wait a minute, this person looks mighty familiar. Is this Jill? Jill? So, <laughs> I heard the story today, and that's on Breakfast Club, and they were saying that, you know. She had the whole state of Arizona blocked from her OnlyFans viewings, uh, oh, which I didn't know that was even possible. So, uh, cool to her. So, once again, it goes back to someone telling some business that had nothing to do with them. What you telling for? Mm. Now, yes, it was in a classroom, and they could have did a little bit of job about that. But, you know, they got, you know, OnlyFans, you got to do what you can to keep it, you know, keep it interesting. Hey, hey let's go do, do it in class. Get that money, man. You want those yeah. subscribers? Yeah, no, no kids were there. There was no kids present. Now the kids present wasn't even the school day. For that. Yeah, you know. So I get it, but I don't know. It's just pay teachers more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true. I mean, it just just talks about the wages that are given to teachers. At the end of the day, the wages are absolutely horrendous where somebody said, you know what, this is not enough. I can't get by on this. I need to go do something else. So, is it legal? Yeah, it's legal unless you made money. I mean, you can't be uh, you, uh, 
if she was doing it in the classroom, she, she couldn't. She might have probably just stayed away from that part. <laughs> Nobody yeah. speaks in the classroom after you ass is all on my desk. Teacher, you know, teach Jill what the fuck is all of this about? What's this? What's going on on my desk? But she could have just did it in her own place. Now it's it's, it's unfortunate that uh, she had got caught and all this other stuff like that. But this just talks about the. I mean, people have been talking about the wages for teachers for years. For as long mm-hmm. as I'm alive. So this and, is and just it out. Another important question was, how does she look? Because keep giving these stories about all these teachers who are sleeping with these students, and and she needs to do only fans. When I was growing up, all my teachers were like Betty White, so I don't understand. <laughs> like I don't, I want to see how she looks. Like I'm really interested to see. Okay, what what's she hot? Is she you know a brunette? Like what what's she like? You know? No, you good. You ain't got to see all of that. Well, I don't know. This picture is uh, you know this picture is the mugshot, so it's not the um. It's not the dolled up make the makeup picture. So maybe the dolled up makeup picture looks different, but uh this picture I'm looking at from um from her mugshot is not all that inviting. Okay. <laughs> but the, the the crazy thing is today I was talking to one of my employees and they were telling me how somehow the principal's business was getting around the school and kids was making fun of the principal about her about her husband leaving her and her being lonely and that's why she'd be mean to all the kids. I'm like they had the same question, like, yo, how did the students find this out? I'm like, how did everybody how did somebody find this OnlyFans thing? How did the students in the school find out that the principal's husband left her and she's lonely? Like it gotta be like you said, it said it was another teacher scrolling and so it was like, Oh, that's Jill. Was like the teachers in the teacher lounge talking about it, one of the students heard. Like how does the hey, teacher Jonah. business get out hey, like Jonah. that? Yeah, the only thing I can imagine is uh, uh, OnlyFans hit might went viral and called the wrong person in Arizona. Oh, they, you know, they saw her classroom. Okay, that's that's Miss Zill classroom. Why is she naked on this? Ooh, there's a penis. You know, and went all down from there. You know, wilding out, wilding out, drawing stuff on the board while she was on the OnlyFans. She probably was doing all kinds of dumb shit, pencils and holes and stuff. And it was just—I'm pretty sure it was some craziness going on. Well, she now she can just focus on OnlyFans. You ain't got to have two jobs. You focus on OnlyFans and get and do whatever you got to do. They can't ban you from OnlyFans. That's whatever you know. If you, yeah, true. Teacher is not what it's, you know, paying enough. You need to go make ends meet and just get a full-time job on OnlyFans and you and husband or whatever y'all are doing, motherfucker, rent a studio and make it as a classroom and you, you still Mrs. Jill. Now you do it illegal. That's the crazy part about it. With her husband. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not sure what else they were doing, but I mean, I, you know, that's pretty, that sounds pretty like, okay to me. You know, hey, we need extra money. Cool. We're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it on TV. Oh, not TV. On the internet. You know? Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the advice that she wants to hear. But quit school, fuck them kids, and go fuck the husband. Go do exactly that. And fuck them kids, not literally, but then go do what you got to do with your husband. Go get your OnlyFans money. Probably going to pay you double what the schools is paying you. That's, that's That would be my advice. You probably don't want to hear it. Especially now, if you got a little bit of clout, you know. Yep. Run, run with it. Perfect time, run with man. It's be the perfect time to just go ahead and just lock in. Yeah, because you ain't got no job now. You better do something. <laughs> be the perfect time. Go ahead, and lock in and get get it popping a hundred miles an hour. 
everybody know who you are. You can even be like the rename your rename your joint the uh, fire teacher or something, and just get yep. to it. Take your ass uh, down to Frederick. <laughs> if they still got Frederick, you can take your ass down there and Frederick's get some cheap ass underwear and get the get the pussy driving on the pants. Man. Nah, you better get that Rihanna, the Rihanna panty. That's what everybody wants to see. You get them, get them Riri draws and pop up. <laughs> Riri draws. <laughs> she just told you I'm poor. You better go down there and get some treasure. So. Hey, you got you got you got to build your way up, man. She hit Walmart first, then she can hit Fredericks, then she get some Riri's. <laughs> she got to make her way up the ladder. <laughs> Where did you just figure it out? Because you need this money. Make it this money. Uh, that what dude feel? The husband probably like, damn! I told you, I told you it was going too far. I told you we shouldn't have did it at the school. <laughs> no, you ain't want yeah, to listen. Yeah, baby, we, we would have stepped too far. We would have stepped too far, baby. Oh shit! Yeah, all right, fellas, Lowe's appreciate you joining the show this week, man. Folks, Anytime, this is fun. Hey man, we'll have you back again, man. <laughs> this is good times, man. Please do, folks. Yeah, we baby. we up out of here. Um. We'll be back again, man. Another two weeks. Like I said, every two weeks we hitting y'all with the uh the great commentary, the great jokes, just the great conversation. Like we say, man, it's just just some dudes just having conversation, man. Nobody get offended, nobody take it personal. We just out here having a regular conversation like we would if we were sitting on the couch watching football or something, man. Absolutely. Wait, before you leave. What up? Oh yeah, go uh, ahead. Do, please, do your promotion, man. Get your promotion on. Just like last week, Fox Book is now out on Amazon. Everybody go pick it up. It's been doing absolutely amazing. I want to thank everybody that has picked up the book, everybody that's reposted, uh, told somebody about the book. The, the comments are, are absolutely uh, fantastic. The raves that I've gotten about the book have been great. So I, I am super appreciative. If you leave a comment, this is what I ask. If you leave a comment, please tell me who your favorite character is. You put your name and your favorite character um, on the comment on Amazon. Then, please hit me up because I owe you a gift after you do that. I'm not saying to put. I'm not saying what kind of comment to put on there. You read the book, the comment on there, and then hit me up on Instagram, um, Darnell Wright Instagram or the Socks Book Instagram. Either one of those. Hit me up, and I owe you a gift. I don't want you to. I don't want this. I don't want you to say, "Hey, you told me to put a good." Uh, comment because then Amazon gonna ban the book and all of a sudden I, I know what I'm saying is I just want you to go in there and put an honest review of what you think and I hope you will get that when you put that comment. Uh, thank you everybody that supported the book. Thank you, thank you uh, Dan. Obviously you, you've done a lot uh, since the book has come out and thank everybody else that supported the book. It's been doing phenomenal. But hit me up because I owe you a gift. Definitely, definitely, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, your um, homeboy Wordsworth, and your uh, illustrator for putting that book together, man. So it's a good book. Little dude finished reading it. We actually, yeah, he finished it. He finished it. He said he liked it, man. We actually used it for one of his, um, he had to do like a book review project for school. And we actually did it for the school. Hopefully the lady, uh, hopefully the teacher will be like, oh, I don't know nothing about this book. I don't believe you. And she goes and looks it up and purchases it or looks into it. And maybe she'll like it. Maybe she'll get it. So, you know, hopefully that traction will get grown, man. But um, shouts to you. Congrats, man. That's good work. Good action. We out here just doing the damn thing, man. Until next time, man, you know. We about to be up out of here, man. You, you fellas have a good week. Have a good weekend. I'll be posting. I'll be reposting. And um, we out. Holla at y'all.